Are you feeling trapped in a relationship with a narcissistic person? Maybe you've been with a guy who's been toxic to you or that has been abusive to you for a period of time and you're like, I don't know how to actually be able to handle his behaviors. I don't know how to handle like getting constantly lied to. I don't know how to handle being cheated on. Like I don't know actually how to be able to move forward in clarity of knowing who I am, the direction I need to go, and how to get free. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. Awareness of just trying to help people understand what narcissistic personality disorder is, like what it looks like, and how it manifests on a day-to-day basis of making you feel crazy, of destroying relationships, of someone cheating on you, and of this being abusive every single day that puts you in the sense of like limbo land that leaves you locked into a fog, that leaves you confused. So many different things there to help have you understand that you're stuck in a toxic relationship. I'm on here to try to help people understand what it actually is, what it looks like, and to help people develop into being a a survivor and also a thriver in developing their growth, their healing, and their change moving forward. Do this every single day by meeting with people one-on-one. You can do that at rawmotivations.com or by having people join one of our challenges to help them rewire their mindset be able to break free of the trauma bond and to be able to get free. That's housed in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. So as we're talking about this concept of like dealing with a narcissistic person, how do you actually deal with this? I'm mainly going to talk most of the time about it being in relationships. That's because that's the main part that I've experienced. The relationships that I've been in, the people that I've been with, the affairs that I've been in, all those different types of things have all been relationships. So not as much about like coworkers or about like parents or things like that, but a lot of times the principles are very much the same of how you actually have to deal with a toxic person. So when we're talking about a toxic person, it's helpful to understand like just baseline example of what you're dealing with. Someone who has a grandiose sense of self-importance of like everything revolves around me. Like I'm the center of the universe. You don't really matter. Your feelings don't matter. Your emotions don't matter. I'm not creating space for you to even express any of that. Everything revolves around me. My pain is bigger. My issues are bigger. Uh, Like sometimes you get sick. Now I'm sick. There's all these different pieces that it has to come back to me. Big part of that. Uh, A lot of times you're going to see lack of empathy. Like, I don't care about your feelings and emotions. I don't connect with you. I don't understand you. I don't understand what you're dealing with. Like, there's there's disconnect here. Then you see a lot of times manipulative, controlling behaviors. So a narcissist, typically, that's three different ways that they manipulate or distort your current reality. That's by telling you something that's different in the past. I didn't do that. What are you talking about? That doesn't even make sense. You're crazy for even thinking that I did that. I think you're the one that needs to get checked out because of X, Y, and Z. Like gaslighting, okay? That's gaslighting. Making, not just lying, but then taking to another level and making you doubt your perception of reality. And then you have the moment of where they're changing your perspective in the moment, okay? And that's like spending more time together. That's giving you gifts. That's all doing all these things to kind of pump you up in the moment to make you distracted from being account- from holding them accountable of what's actually happening. That's typically called love bombing. Then you have the aspect of future faking. And the future faking is these promises down the road, typically of change, of modification of behavior, of taking you on a trip, of going a certain place, of holding something. It's dangling the carrot out in front of you and thinking, oh, keep going, keep going. And then you never actually get it because they never actually meant it. They just use it as a way to distort it. So some of those things uh, there as well. Uh, really hypersensitive to criticism. Like you can't really even ask, ask them a question. They feel like you're attacking uh, this, this need to always have this attention. 
admiration like this like push it always has to be about them whether that's like the grandiose of like look at me or whether that's the vulnerable side of like i'm a victim you know all those different things are going to happen inside a toxic relationship so what do you actually do when you're dealing with this well one of the first things is you need to get clear on the truth of the situation so many people are locked into the fog the fear the obligation the guilt of being with a toxic person maybe you're in the place where you fear actually leaving him like you're afraid if I actually leave him, if I go no contact, what is going to happen? What is going to happen to my mental safety, my emotional safety, my physical safety? What's going to happen to my kids? Is he going to try to take my kids? What does this actually look like? And you might be th thinking like, I can't leave because of this. You might be in the place where you're in the obligation of like, I've been with him for 20 years. I'm obligated to stay. Like we've worked through and been through so much together. Like it would be rude for me to walk out on him now when he's actually trying to make change. But you don't see the change demonstrated and it just feels like something that you're stuck in out of this obligation. And then you have the guilt. The guilt piece that locks you in thinking like, why I'm so stupid that I'm still here. Like I can't believe I did this to myself. I can't believe I did this to other people. Now I have guilt of what other people think about me. Now I have guilt about being in the relationship. Now he's put guilt on me that I can't leave. Like there's all these pieces. Like why would I want to leave now when he's working on himself, when he says he needs me, all these different things. And so the, the fear, the obligation, the guilt will leave you trapped in a fog and that fog will be in, incapable of you to be able to see anywhere. You're locked into it. You're stuck and you're in a place that makes you immobilized or makes you at a place where you can move, but it's typically at the will and the discretion of the narcissist, of the direction that he wants you to move in that exact moment. So the fog is 100% real. Understanding that you're in a fog is one piece. Getting out of the fog is another piece. We'd only teach inside the Clarity Challenge how to get out of the fog, the fear, the obligation to go, and that is typically going through and breaking the trauma bond that has you held. The trauma bond, the hope, the potential about the relationship, the cognitive dissonance of wondering, do I believe his words? Do I believe his actions? Which do I actually believe? And then also the intermittent reinforcement, the push and pull that a narcissist does to push you away and then pull you back. We're broken up. Now we're together. I can't believe you did this. I love you so much. I hate you. Like it goes back and forth, back and forth that locks you into an addictive cycle with a toxic person that leaves you going back to him every single time. So understanding the truth of the situation, being able to break free of the trauma bond to be able to know what's actually going on and to start understanding you is essential. Then we're also looking at this aspect of boundaries. And boundaries are not for the toxic person. Those are rules, regulations, limits. A boundary is for you. A boundary is saying, hey, this is the level of shit that I'm going to take. I'm not going to go past that. Think about it this way. With a boundary, if you don't actually follow it up with you sticking true to what you actually want to do, it just ends up being a speed bump that the narcissist drives over over and over and over again because they realize you actually don't care about the thing that you set forth. So many people are like, I, I, you don't understand. Why won't he listen to my boundaries? Like I tell him to do this. Or I tell him not to do this and he doesn't listen. That's because he doesn't care about your boundary. That's why a lot of times with the narcissist boundaries, when you're trying to put them on the other person, do not work. They're not meant for that. They're meant for you. So is that the place where you're like, hey, like this isn't something I'm willing to experience with you. Like I'm not willing to be in the same room while you're screaming my face. So I'm going to leave. Okay, this is continuing to happen. I'm out of the house. This can even happen. I'm out of the relationship. Like, like there's a quick progression. Sometimes people get frustrated because of that. And the reason why there's such a quick progression is because you're with someone that doesn't care. Setting a boundary helps you identify that a lot faster than a lot of other ways.
because you said this and you're like, well, obviously they don't actually care about me. They don't actually love me. They aren't willing to respect me because they're not willing to actually see where I'm at and work with me in that. Okay, so you're gonna see that a lot of times when you set boundaries. Setting boundaries and getting clear about where you have to stay on your ground is 100% essential in dealing with a narcissistic person. There's another piece of radical acceptance that has to come into this. Now, a lot of times we talk about radical acceptance after the relationship, but like when you're stuck in it right now and you're like, how do I actually deal with this? There's a piece of radical acceptance that you have to understand ties into all of it. Now, at first, this piece is just understanding who this person is. What has he done? How has he lied, cheated, stole, like all these different things. Like he's done these things, like just coming to terms with, yeah, this is who he is. Like this is what has happened. Like my wife had to come to terms with, hey, this is who he is. Like this is how he's showing up every single day, not in a healthy way, not in a good way, but in a toxic way every single time. So she had to come to terms with that, okay, to be able to start that healing journey, to be able to move forward in that progression. Okay, so just the radical acceptance helps. There's also this piece of the radical acceptance of not just acknowledging like, hey, this is who this person is, but then also taking away the weight of their words on you. Think for instance, and I love this illustration, like think, think for instance of the narcissist when they're yelling and they're calling you out and all these kind of stuff. They're just telling you that you have blue hair when you don't have blue hair, okay? And you're like, okay, don't waste the time arguing with someone who's illogical thinking that you're gonna get through. Like so many times people waste so much time arguing and trying to justify and trying to say like, no, that's not me. I didn't do this. I didn't cheat on you. Like I just like saw this person. Like there's so many different things that happen. Okay. But like understanding that you're going to try to engage logically with a person who's going to change up their logic to be able to have the upper hand, to be able to win over you. Because that's really all that they care about in that aspect. Okay. So the radical acceptance of the truth of the situation, but then also the radical acceptance of what they're attacking you with actually isn't true. Don't waste your time defending yourself on something that's completely false. Narcissists will leverage this over and over and over again to put you in a place where you're constantly defending yourself and you're no longer paying attention to the actual problem, to the actual issue. Like you're defending yourself of breaking his privacy by looking at his phone versus the fact that you found that he was cheating on you with 20 other people. Like that's the piece that you have to kind of scale back and be like, whoa, wait a second. I'm spending way too much time arguing about this topic when there's this ginormous topic that we haven't been able to discuss because he's unwilling to actually be honest about it. Maybe you're at the place where you're like, I am 100% struggling with the trauma bond, being stuck in the relationship, not knowing how to set boundaries, not knowing how to move forward into who you actually are. I want to invite you to go to claritychallenge.net. You can click the link down below to make sure of a way and a process that we teach to help separate you from that toxic person mentally and emotionally, because that's the biggest thing that people struggle with. And so you get to hear from me every single day, walking you through like the mindset of what's going on the other side, so you can actually break free from the trauma bond. You can reclaim your power of who you actually are, your control, your clarity over you versus someone else controlling you, versus another story or another version controlling your mindset, but being able to step into your certainty of this is who I am. This is the direction I want to go. These are my visions. These are my values of who I want to be. And a lot of times when people get crystal clear on that, it opens up many doors and many possibilities for you to step either out of the relationship or step into a new version of you that's able to handle what you're currently going through. So go to claritychallenge.net to start taking back your power.